The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. What if there was one thing that could improve your mood, productivity, and well, overall health? There is. It's called a good night's sleep. Harvey's Furniture offers industry-leading beds from Bemco, Chatham & Wells, as well as Spring Air. Harvey's Furniture, our home, your home. Hey everybody, welcome to The Daily Muddy. I'm Ashley Conrad, and today I have the privilege of speaking with two amazing individuals. We have uh, Drew Quintero, who's here with Cornerstone, and Kate Doherty, which I'm saying that right now, right? Doherty, you got Perfect. it. Perfect, okay. And uh, she is a woman of many talents, and we'll touch on those in just a minute, but uh, primarily uh, down country uh, and some pretty special events that you have uh, recently had and probably have some coming up, so we'll touch on those. Um, Cornerstone is doing the local, Dancing with the Local Stars. That's right. Okay. Yes, we're coming close to it Friday, February 3rd. Yeah. At the ambiance, um, and we are so excited. Yeah. And our dancers are deep in practices. They're learning their step ball kick changes, their shuffles, yeah. their you know maxi forwards, all that fun stuff. Look they're at you ready, go. They're ready to to wow the crowd. Yeah. And it is an all star year, so we're bringing back dancers from previous years, as we talked about last time yep. I was here. Yep. Um, and um, tickets are still available. So okay. People, we can still bring people into the event. Uh, support Cornerstone and the work that we do with mental health therapy yep. and um, our at-risk programs for new and expectant mothers, uh, youths in the school system, and adoptive families. Perfect. So you just summed it up really well. I didn't even have to ask any questions. So nice work. I'm <laughs> sure you. you're Thank used you. to talking about it by now. Yeah. Yes. Um, so February 3rd, just to recap, and where is it being held again? Is it at the Ambiance? It is at the Ambiance okay. again this year. Tickets can be purchased uh, on our website at cornerstone-quincy.org, where you can give me a call at 217-222-8254. Okay, and you have a ton of amazing um, dance couples, yep, right? Yeah, seven teams coming back yeah. to win that mirror ball, mirror ball trophy. Yeah. Um, and um, they're, they're pretty competitive this year. You know, they've all competed before, so it's not their first time at the playground. You right. Know, they know. Oh, they're back they're, and they're ready they're, to win they're it they're all. Looking, they're sizing up their competition. They're going, mm, I remember what you did in 2020. I'm stepping it up yeah. this year, which Bring is it. so they're, much fun. They're bringing the heat. That's awesome. So they, not only is it a dance, but you have cocktails and it's dinner, right? Hour, yeah. dinner, and um, one of the biggest parts of the night outside of the dancing is honoring our humanitarian of the year. <laughs> and she said she doesn't deserve it. I disagree. The, and the again, lies. yeah. She is beyond deserving of this award. 100%. And that is one of the reasons um, we are so excited to present this is that Kate is so humble and gracious and is the first to say, nope, someone else before me. Yeah. And um, that's what we look for in a humanitarian, someone yeah. who goes out and does good in the community, but never expects the pat on the back. Yeah, who leaves the camera at home, right? That's right. It's one yes. of my favorite sayings, yeah. yeah. So, and I was telling Kate um, before, uh, before I was kind of scheduled to do this interview, and I'm a little bit ashamed, I didn't know her name. Um, I had heard of your organization and your, um, your advocacy, but I didn't know it was you. So Kate is- And uh, I was doing the job properly. You were, right? Okay, so after I Googled, I was like, oh my gosh. And I told them, I'm glad that I didn't have like wine last night because I tend to get a little 
uh, kind of weepy, emotional, if I'm even the slightest bit hungover. And talking about um, all of her achievements, even reading about them, kind of gave me, like, I just got a little verklempt because, okay, so let's just roll into it. Okay, number one, you're a mother, okay? I okay. am a mother. Yes. I so, am a proud mom. Yes. There you go. So, mean old mom is what that stands for, by the way. Mean old mom. That's I'm like a, a degree you earn. Well, like I think that's... I've earned that, if you ask my kids. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but she's also uh, the founder and president, creator of Down Country, um, which is uh, basically it makes her and the organization Down Country advocates um, for the exceptionally gifted, differently abled um, individuals, right? It, how every child learns. That's why we yep. you use that tagline because the three, the philosophical ideal is that every child is a gift, every child can learn, and that every child learns differently. And so, yes, everything from that ten percent at the exceptionally gifted that that very often you know those are the really smart kids and they're so bored with school and we aren't reaching them to the kids who. Um, come from maybe trauma-based background or from, um, you know, for whatever reason, there's just, you know, reading isn't clicking or maybe math isn't clicking or whatever. There's, a, there's whatever component comes into it. And we use Down syndrome as a voice for how all those kids learn because that extra chromosome, it truly is more alike than different, but it just brings a plethora of different learning tools um, right. that can be maximized for our rural community because we get so often... With all due respect, we get we get robbed. Our funds forgotten get about. sucked. We mm -hmm. get forgotten about. We're yeah. the leftovers, and you add in three state lines, and and it just creates a information bog. And yeah. so, Down Country was designed to try and operate outside of those systems to try and be able to have the ability to help. So, for example, before we were one to one in most of our area schools, you know, we were supplying iPads so that we could get kids these technologies so that they can learn differently. We supplied over 350, you know, we don't have to do that anymore because we're finally able to say, you know, that our schools are being funded so that they right. can supply those pieces before. But um, it was, it's, it's been a crazy ride. It's been a very blessed by God ride. And I will stand by it. I do not. I'm not a good human most days. So this is a very <laughs> uncomfortable award for me. Um, I have to pray on a daily basis, yeah. like before my feet hit the ground. But if you were to ask me if my volunteers and my scholarship recipients and my people who are all part of Down Country, if they deserve this, they are so amazing yeah. like they deserve that which yeah. is quite frankly the only reason i accepted it <laughs> i'm accepting it on their behalf there you because, go because we don't have any paid employees we yeah. don't have any paid staff and it's right. still we were talking this morning kind of reviewing rhinestones and rodeo yes and talking to some yes. of my board members because we were so blessed this past weekend and I'm like, I feel sometimes like I'm on repeat because people say things like, oh, well, you know, your organization or, you know, your staff or where should I It all comes like there is no staff. There is no. Yeah. It is all willing hearts and helping yeah. hands, which is truly all people need. People have this crazy idea. They need to be some kind of an expert. To, no, you need a willing heart. You need those helping hands. The rest of it we can figure out together. That's amazing. Well, and I'll go ahead and toot your horn for you since you won't, but you facilitate all of this. So that is, that's amazing. And it wouldn't, you know, wouldn't have happened without you. Uh, so I think that's amazing. Uh, and I love the work that you're doing. Keep it up. Not only um, is she, uh, you know, the founder and facilitator of all of this uh, great, amazing work, uh, but you also just got nominated as president of I don't know about just, but the National Down Syndrome Congress, right? Yes. Okay. So in nine years ago, so what would that be? It's 2023. Mm -hmm. So nine years ago, it would be the 
gosh darn it, my math. 2014, no, yeah. approximately? Okay, yeah. so that was when uh, you were nominated? Uh, no, I, okay. was, I was nominated this past year, and I am currently the president Perfect. of the National Down Syndrome Congress, okay. which is the oldest and largest disability um, organization for individuals with Down syndrome and the family and the communities that represent them. Um, it It is a tremendous honor. It's really crazy because my first conference was in 2012, and I was a mom sitting there, and I remember the president at that time saying, where it was, yeah, it was 2011 when I went to my first conference, mm -hmm. and Jim Faber said, I'll visit anybody. And so I came home. That conference was August 2nd. We incorporated Down Country September 14th. We received our 501 December of that year, and Jim spoke at our very first Rhinestones and Rodeo in 2012. Very so cool. if you fast forward all those years, 2014, I went on the board of the Congress, and then to have been that mom sitting in the audience to be president now is, yeah. is kind of crazy. That's so amazing. it's been. It's yes. been a hell of a ride, huh? It Sounds is. like it. Yeah. I, I keep going, you know, God, you know, whatever you, and then I'm, sometimes I, I think he may trust me and our organizations a little too much, but um, we're working on it, and uh, and it is really neat. The greatest gift, um, and I actually, I was going to do it this year at Rhinestones and Rodeo, and always, you know this, Drew, from when you're running a program, oh, occasionally yeah. things, the kids, the kids who've grown up learning and growing and meeting together, I mean, so when we first started Down Country, you know, um, it's going to be our 13th. So those kids were like seven and eight. And now yeah. they're like becoming speech therapists. Some of them oh are becoming dentists and doctors. And they want to come back. And they're still serving. And then you see the little people who are growing up. And they're all just, you know, we used to have something called Lake Play Days out at my, my parents' home when we first started down country. And you would have a child with autism. You would have a child with ADAG. We'd have, quote, unquote, a neurotypical, whatever a typical child right. is. You would have a child with Down syndrome. Everybody would be playing. It was so fun is when they're out there on those floats, the kids were just being kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're getting in trouble and they're holding yeah, accountable. Yeah, they're all the same on some level and, and different, yeah, yeah, all different on the same level. Yeah, we all have different strokes. And so, you yeah. know, so often we deprive our people of opportunities to be around individuals with disabilities, you know, because we're worried something might happen. You know yeah. what, here's the deal. Something's going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? At some yeah. point in time, to all of us, I guarantee if we live long enough and we're blessed enough to actually be out doing something, yep. something's going to happen. Right. And so we might as well all just embrace in, it. Yeah, get together, learn, grow, be better together. Yeah. And anyway, we have a lot of we have a lot of fun doing this. We would yeah. still be doing it if we are one big crazy dysfunctional family. <laughs> like we, we do not make any yeah. sense. Like I logistically say, nope, we don't make any sense. Yeah. But we love really hard. Yeah. And that that's awesome. that covers a whole lot of things. And we ask for a lot of grace, so we yeah. need it. Yeah. Sometimes that's all it takes, love and grace, right? Pretty much. And then uh, to just kind of like I said, toot your horn because you don't, uh, which is again one of the reasons that she is, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. humanitarian yeah. of the year for Cornerstone. I think that is, I think you made a great choice, and I loved learning so much about you. And good luck with everything you do in the future. I know you just had your rhinestones and rodeo, and that is a big event for your organization um, to help fund it. So uh, you have to come on and talk about the next. The next one that I know you'll end Absolutely up having, will. right? We'll yeah. Have to, well, and we'll have to talk about World Incentive Day. Maybe we can come back and there we go. talk about that on the 21st because yeah. that'll be exciting. Perfect. So, you know, yeah, let's plan that. rock those crazy socks. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But before then, we have uh, Dancing with the Local Stars, which Dancing. is February 3rd. Friday, February 3rd at the uh -huh. Ambiance, and tickets are still available. You know, Perfect. it is a great night. Um, get a group of eight together, set up a table, um, go out with your friends, you know, um, I know the weather's going to be really good this year. Yeah. Like, that's, that's been oh, my 100%. Thing. You know, like, there's not going to be the ice storm that we yeah. usually have no, on no, no, no. February 2nd. It's not going to happen this no. year. It's going to be a beautiful evening. Yeah. Get together with your friends. Come out. 
have a great time, watch some amazing people of our community strut their stuff, and get to honor an amazing woman who is doing the work of so many, mm -hmm. um, who is honoring those children and just being a phenomenal human being. Right. And yeah, it's, and it's, Cornerstone, and which Cornerstone. is also doing, yes, which is also, which is yes. also doing God's work, because it's like you know the, all of these great people. You kind of make me sit here like, oh, I should be doing more. <laughs> but I feel like uh, you know attending events like this, yeah. we are doing our part are, in helping yeah. support all of these great works. You so know, Cornerstone started because a group of concerned citizens thought there was a need for um, mental health therapy back in 1947. Um, so for 75 years, we've been providing skills, support, and hope to the community. And, you know, people are always thinking, you know, I, like you just said, you know, oh, I'm not, I, I'm not as good. You know, yeah. I can't go out and do this good that I see others doing. Making that donation, coming to these events like rhinestones and radios, you know, dancing with local stars. Um, showing you care. Showing yeah. you care. You're showing That's, up. Your you know, presence in whatever mm -hmm. helps. Exactly. Help people, it makes people feel that you believe. Right. You, know, you believe we can help people with, you know, that we can be, do, a, yeah. do, a, do our part, you right? Know, yeah. $80 a ticket. If that is all you can give in a year and you come to that one event, you come to dancing and that's all you can do for Cornerstone, we are so grateful for that $80 because it allows us to go back into the schools and provide mental health therapy to kids who are struggling for zero cost to that child right. and their family. Right. You know, so. Which is more and more prevalent anymore. Yes. I mean, the need mm -hmm. just, you know, of course it keeps growing and, and that's no secret to anyone. So. Uh, the more we can support, even in, in small ways, yeah. and you know, care and offer grace. If, to if all you can yeah. give is a dollar, that dollar is being given with a full heart of love. We will take that dollar and we will honor your name and the donation and the the time that you gave to give that. Right. So, yeah. Awesome. Okay. One more time. Where can they get tickets? Tickets can be purchased online at cornerstone-quincy.org or giving us a call at 217-222-8254. Find us on Facebook, Cornerstone Foundations for Families. Tons of information, photos of all of our dancers. Um, Kate gets officially announced um, <laughs> on Facebook um, and it has links and phone numbers and all of that okay. fun stuff. So, you know, if you can't remember if you're listening, you know, yeah. while on the treadmill and you're like, oh, what was that number again? Yeah. Just find us on Facebook. You'll Perfect. be able to get us. Excellent. Well, uh, there you go. What better way to support? Uh, it should be a good time. Uh, great time. Actually, it sounds Fantastic. like it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and you can show your support in either big or small ways. So it's been a privilege talking to you both. And thank you so much for everything you're doing. I really personally appreciate it. And I know I speak for everybody else when we say the same thing. So, well, all right. Coming up, we will talk to Brittany Bull. A little bit of coffee talk. Stay tuned. Quincy Warehouse Bargains is your Quincy home improvement store. It's the only store of its kind in the Quincy area. We offer flooring, mattresses, area rugs, dining sets, couches, appliances, and much more. And have more products to come so we can better serve the Quincy and Tri-State community. Our staff is ready to help you find what you need to make your house a home. Quincy Warehouse Bargains, 4100 North 24th Street, Quincy. Welcome to the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. With six big screens, a new larger kitchen, and now more seating capacity, the Abbey is the place to be before, during, and after the big game. Come enjoy fan favorite appetizers, steaks, burgers, and a variety of daily food and drink specials. Can't join us? Carryout is available too. Now with a convenient drive-up window to better serve you. 1736 Spring in Quincy. Opens at 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Come join all your friends at the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. 
Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area, perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300. Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information. Utopia Event Center, 900 North 12th Street in Quincy. And welcome back. It is one of my favorite segments of the show, Coffee Talk. Coffee Talk. Thank you for the coffee. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't do anything. I'm just sitting here. I'll well, drink it, though. You're having me, so yeah. I like it. Well, yeah, you're just like my my co-hostess with the mostest, so thank you for being here Thanks. again. My coffee's um a little bitter today. Mine is too, but... Because we've been doing those super sweet coffees. Yeah. And it's bitter like our topic. Yeah, it is. Good segue. Yeah. Nice. So we normally talk about stuff that's a little more, like, local, and uh, but this is this is pretty prominent. I mean, everywhere I look, it's Prince Harry... Right. Yes, but he's not Prince anymore. He's not Prince anymore. So he's just Harry Markle. He is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, people always said uh, Luke should have taken my my last name instead. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll say that's yeah. yeah. Okay, so I have, of course, have an opinion. Uh, duh, like I have an opinion on everything, but uh, it's kind of I like everything else. There's two sides to every coin. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to hear. Your take on, okay, so the whole, just the whole kit and caboodle. Okay. Harry and Megan. My take's more of a, a history lesson for you, if you will. Okay. Because um, I'm actually not privy to what he's been saying in the media, so you might have to fill me in. Okay. So, okay, he is the um, third installment to this tell-all trilogy for the royal family. Um him being the third, the first was King Edward. So King Edward is his great uncle. That's King Charles's uncle. Okay. King Edward decided to abdicate the throne. He said, I'm, I'm, out. I'm done, I'm out. After about six months time, the reason being is because he wanted to marry an American socialite twice divorced and the royal... Um, they didn't want that they dirt. Said no. yeah. Yeah. They okay. said, nope, you can't do that. So he leaves, um, and but he's still allowed. This, I mean, some of this just like blows my mind. Yeah. He's allowed an allowance still um, from his brother. Okay. Uh, things happen. Basically, he he keeps getting stepped down a peg because of like Nazi affiliation. You know, I oh, think he was okay. trying to then overthrow the throne again. I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of drama, but he's the first to do a tell-all because. While he was sitting at home partying and not really doing much with his life because he didn't have, like, sustenance. Yeah, know? he didn't have responsibility. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. He decides to write a book. Okay. And in that tell-all book, um, he did things like, uh, I don't know, like, told people the nicknames of the royals. You know, it's real shocking. Insider information. Yes, that yeah. he called, I guess, um, Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth Shirley Temple. That was just shocking information for mm. them. So, um, I don't know. And he that, probably made a, just a buttload of money. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Because of Shirley Temple and other hard-hitting Yes. I guess he, he just, you know, but he was never happy. Okay. Um, even though he got to marry the love of his life or the person that it was that, you know, he wanted to marry. Okay, so next installment is um, King Charles. Mm -hmm. Everyone, I think, remembers the King Charles fiasco where uh, he wanted to marry Camilla mm -hmm. and the royal said no. You will marry Diana. There was big you know, drama with all that. Right. Um, when it came to light that Charles and Camilla still had a relationship, um, Diana did the tell-all. Because I think mostly out of embarrassment, you know, sure. Charles was cheating on her. And, right. Um, there was the famous Three letter, people. Um, I guess, <laughs> Charles wrote to Camilla. Also, all these people do not have last names, so it's very confusing for me. I'm like, Camilla, not Cabello. Um <laughs> The American Socialite. Camilla, yeah. The American Socialite was Simpson, not Marge. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. like that's what's going on as we're breaking this down in my head. <laughs> yeah. So, I totally get it. So Charles says, I think one of the most embarrassing letters, uh, I guess, that came to light was Charles wrote to Camilla and says, I want to be your tampon. Sick. Of, Seriously? Inside of your, inside of you. So, yeah, I mean... He put that on paper? Yes. I, I mean, I think it was on paper. Oy, oy, oy. But this all came to light, and then that was, like, you know, skit central, like, every Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I I on every oh, I, see, I must be way out of the loop, because I've never heard that. That would be I something that would stick with me. probably before Coffee Talk, but... Okay, um, yeah. So, Harry is now the third installment to this trilogy. Um, I guess, backtrack real quick, Charles did say, you know, he admired his, his uncle, um... King Edward, because at the time, because he like kind of blazed his own path and sure. said, "No, you're not going to tell me who who I want to marry." Mm -hmm. And I guess um, why is it that like they they're telling people who they have to marry and and you question that it's um, I would question. So yeah, there are rules, and I'm sure everybody knows that. But why did he have to abdicate the throne in the royal family, but Charles is now that, able to be with Camilla? Because well, I the, think some of it has to do with. Um, Charles still behaved, I guess. I have a feeling that's okay. part of it. You know? All right, okay. Yeah, I just, I just don't know enough, but continue with the, just, the Harry. Okay, so the, Harry's the third installment. Um, he was um, told, basically, I think that he, was, he wasn't he was supposed to marry Meghan Markle. I don't really know exactly how that all went. Uh -huh. um, and they decided, because of a lot of the drama that mm -hmm. was going on, that they sure. were going to... Um, abdicate their positions, mm -hmm. and they moved from England to L.A. He is no longer the prince, but they gave them the title the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Sussex. And I think the plan was they were going to turn this Sussex into a brand, and the royal family put their foot down and said, no, you can't do that either. Okay. They can't do that because they own that name. Sure. You, know, you can't take They that don't want it name. Americanized, and yeah. So now you... Publicized made him bitter twice, yeah. and he doesn't know how to make money, I don't right. think, on his own, other than using the royal name. I mean, this is all he's known. Sure. So he's going but to But not Megan. Megan was, she was a, I don't want to say famous, because I didn't really know who she was. Actress. But Yeah, so okay. Actually, none so she of knows. them know, I would think, how to manage crazy amounts of money. Yeah. So this is all going to come crashing down eventually, oh, yeah. I would think. I don't know. So 
The reason, my reason though, for not knowing, I guess, what his claims are is because I feel like you've lost all credibility. Yeah. When you sell your family out for money, mm -hmm. you're not just selling your family out because it's because you believe it's the right thing to do. Right. Mm -hmm. You're doing this for money. Right. You've lost all credibility for me. So I don't even care what you have to say, right. I feel like. Right. I don't know. So let me, which I agree. So that's the second side of my coin. The first side, I will say, uh, I'm not royal, nor do I ever have to really worry about that uh, problem. Uh, but I will go ahead and say that I'm sure being a part of a royal family has problems. And knowing what we know about Harry's upbringing, the betrayals, the secrets, the infidelity, the conspiracies, the uh, him losing his mother in all of, you know, in the public eye and everybody having an opinion and everybody having the right to say what's on their mind and him just having to swallow it. Also being, you know, taking a back seat to your brother and um, he has probably had to deal with more shit than any of us can ever ever even imagine then on top of that you meet someone that you tell yourself you're in love with whether whatever mm -hmm. um and you're not allowed to be with her well you've already dealt with all of this bs from being a part of the royal family so you're like you know what i don't need it all i need is security okay but they don't give you that okay however here's just a little bit of devil's advocacy they did give prince andrew security who is a dirty, dirty dog, mm -hmm. right? Who they is gave, also... They gave most of them security and allowance. Right. So because the royal family didn't like the secret spilling, um, the notoriety of what was happening, the uh, all eyes on Harry and Meghan, and they had kind of the power to tell all, they stripped them of everything that they could to kind of say whatever they say is on them, right? They still have their titles. Right. But I think that... There's, again, there's his side, their side, and everywhere in, be in between. I'm not saying I agree with, so the one thing that I agree with you on is that shame on him for trying to monetize their family's secrets. Um, but yeah, if you've already swallowed, you know, the truth that you're never going to be a part of that again, and you can't go back, right? You can't go back. I don't think you can go back. No. So at this point, he's probably like, made a business out of this. You yeah. made a business out of yeah. telling your The tell-all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. about. You made a business about betraying your family. Right. Even if your family is a bunch of scum buckets. Yeah. You cannot betray. Yeah, I don't know. I think if my family did me dirty and I could make a bunch of money and had no other way to do it, I'd be like, all right, you guys, see you later. Wait, the family or the business? <laughs> the family. So, like, the family that has been, you know, that has covered up things and has killed his mother and uh, justified his father's infidelity and uh, justifies, you know, ranking human uh, humanity and your sibling. And it just is a if, – if I look at it, I don't know one thing about the monarch, the mon you know, mm -hmm. the monarchy, the royal family. I don't know it. I don't know the good and the bad that they do, but I do know politics when it comes to the United States. And I can imagine they have the same gross corruption things. And would I want to be a part of that? No. So I would probably split ties as well. But he didn't split ties is the thing. He's okay. still trying to, I mean, you're, you're still using the family name for your business. Yeah. He has no, no other claim to fame other than this so no you I mean 
yeah, I would want to get away from it. Yeah. From everything that you're saying, yeah, for sure, I would want to get away from that. But you're not. Yeah. You're highlighting. Well, he can never get away from it. He'll never be able to get away from it. I mean, so, he could learn a trade. He could become a, a carpenter. Well, he was and, in the he was in the service, right? So he has done. I mean, he has done other things. So then he could do things like, I mean, I would think that. And, yeah. And make your money off of that. Agreed. Yeah. But but that's not possible. Like I mean, I think that's a lot of the royal family. It's just not possible, and it's hard for us to wrap our brains oh, yeah. around it too. Yeah. Um, I was told another story. By my historian husband, where I learned all this. Um, but thank you, Mike. Yes, uh, Elizabeth, sister Margaret. Um, she was told she couldn't marry the person that you know she wanted to marry, and it was said that she was depressed all her life. Um, you know, spent her days in bed smoking cigarettes till eleven a.m., but she was still married to someone else, right. and she could have married the love of her life. But she would have had to give away her title, her lifestyle, her everything. I'm like, so I'm going. Well, well, then why wouldn't you know? Why wouldn't you do yeah, that? Right. Well, I mean, for some people, like you, I don't know. Maybe love isn't everything. Well, I think there's a lot of integrity that comes into play here. But I think there's also another side or another, um, I guess, angle we can look at it. So people are looking at him and Megan as spoiled brats, right? Um, which because we don't know what's going on, we would immediately, that would be your first reaction. Like, wah, wah, I'm out, and now I'm just gonna tell everybody dirty secrets. Mm -hmm. There could be another angle that is like, you know what, I have earned the right to tell my side of the story. Whether you like to hear it or not, uh, you no longer have control over me, I'm gonna tell the world why I left. So that is kind of, um, because everybody does, you know, like we've said before, when you don't know the real story, everybody creates their own narrative. Yep. So maybe that's a different way of looking at it. And again, I'm not justifying him going to on the Oprah show or going to people and telling, yeah, and telling all of this. Also, but in doing this, it's to sell the book. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're doing all this right now to sell your book. Yeah. You're, you're trying to make. Yeah. You're trying to make your living. You're monetizing it. And he's not the first person. He won't be the last. Uh, and unfortunately, it's coming down to, um, you know, how, I guess, how big they are in the public eye. And you don't get much bigger, right? Yeah. So there's big money to be made. But, I mean, there have been worse cases than that, like, people who have murdered their kids who are now oh, selling stories. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's happening everywhere. So shame on us. As, uh, uh, you know, the United States of America or the American public for um, making it possible, I guess. Like, if we're buying the books and they're selling it, I mean, it, yes. as long as we're buying, they're oh, going to yeah. sell it. Yeah, I think, so, I think their popularity might be bigger here in much America. Much bigger. Than, you know why? Because people love the juicy story. Well, also, it's not our taxes that yeah. we're, that's paying right. for them. Exactly. So, like, and, yeah, we love yeah. the story. Yeah. People do say, you know, what? What does this matter? Why do we care? It's like, why why did people watch soap operas 20 yeah, years ago? Right. It's, still today. I still have friends who watch soap operas I today, which blows even, my mind. I didn't think that they were still Days on. of Our Lives. I thought it ended. I don't know if it did or not. I, I know sure a few months ago it was still on. Oh. Did it? I'm sure Marlena and whatever his name was were still having the same battle. Probably. Anyway. But Probably. yeah. But that stuff, it's, it, 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 it's so far-fetched to us. Mm-hmm. That, that's why we find it interesting. Yeah, it's like the dirty laundry of everybody, and everybody likes the sneak peek inside. So when you have that to offer, 
whether it's good, bad, or ugly, I think it's people are going to eat it up. I mean, it's the same reason I go on like realtor.com because I love to see how other people. people yes, are living. I love it. Speaking of how people are living, and I missed this in my story. This is the, I guess, the biggest thing that blew my mind, and I still don't believe it. But like, they to this day, like the royals have people that get them dressed. Ew. That's what I said. So, like, Ugh. my question, I guess, is when, you know, you marry into the royal family, do you? And I, he didn't have the answers, like, for that. He goes, I would think not. But people, like, the princes, you know, yeah. Prince Harry, um, Harry and William, William mm -hmm. grew up their whole life having somebody come in and untuck yeah. them out of bed and get them. I'm like, dude, no way. No, I like mine untucked. <laughs> Seinfeld reference. So you grow up thinking, oh, you know, a princess. And that's supposed to be like yeah. the little girl's, you know, dream to be a princess. I would say, hell to the no thank you. I mean, not only do you have to have people dressed, I can't even imagine. I mean, there would be certain aspects that I'd be like, yeah, okay, get me some more tea. <laughs> that would be awesome. But as far as like raising your kids in, in you know, this spotlight and I don't know. I just don't know that you have any hope for normalcy, whether you're Harry or William or Kate. Or I just, you know, I hope that I'm sure that they learn to deal with things and the nuances of, I don't know. It's yeah. just, that would just be, I just don't think that would be any kind of life. So I can't say I judge Harry and Meghan, but I would say, uh, you know, monetizing it may not be, that may not be the best thing if you would have came out and just said, you know, here's what, here's why we left. That would be, you know, I think people would respect that. Um, but, yeah, going on and kind of just Money turning it into people. a shit show, then, yeah. And, again, as long as we're buying, they're going to sell. So. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping for the movie next. See? And we'll all line up and watch it <laughs> in droves. But that's that's what sells. Yeah. Yeah. So And that's why we're talking about it today, yeah. right? We just want everybody to tune in and listen to what we think. Yes. Yeah. So, well, thanks again for joining me. And, uh, oh. Thanks for having me tomorrow, perhaps even more uh, important than what's happening with the royal family, Mr. Ron Kinscherf is going to be back with another weather report. So make sure you tune back in for that. We'll see you later. Muddy River News. Our home. Our news.